0: The first, Chicago cops could soon be banned from participating in extremist or hate groups. Now, Earlier this week, the city's Civilian Police Oversight Board voted unanimously to approve that policy. The ban will go into effect about two months from now unless Mayor Brandon Johnson rejects it. So here to break it all down is Ramel Terry, a commissioner on the Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. Welcome, Ramel. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So I was reading the policy. It says it prohibits active participation in extremist or hate groups. So walk us through that. What does active participation look like?
1: So active participation, it also says membership, right, or even association with individuals that are a part of criminal organizations or bias-based organizations. And essentially, it means that you cannot be a part of any of their efforts. So supporting any of their recruitment efforts, fundraising, donating as an individual, you know, even um, sharing Uh, information on social media. Mm -hmm. Those are the various ways in which you can demonstrate that you're actively participating in such organizations. Right.
0: And this vote, it comes after the Chicago Police Department investigated and and really barely took action against members of the force who were revealed to have had connections to some of these extremist and anti-government groups like the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys and the Three Percenters. So, What was your reaction, Ramel, to, first of all, hearing about those ties, that we had officers in the ranks that were connected to these groups? I think it's, you know, um, there's been recent media on that. But if we
1: recall, this process started 10 months ago for us. Right. And this was initiated by the department. So CPD, after a previous, um, I guess, media uh, outlet shared some information about maybe the Proud Boys or something or another, Um, CPD made updates to this policy that had not been amended since 1997 and so we were actually um, excited to have the opportunity to have this policy before us as a commission because Mm -hmm. we knew how important it was and I think we were um, just really trying to approach it to learn because by that time we had only been in our position since September of last year right so it was a lot of learning Um, for us to really be clear on how we got here, yeah, right? So I think that was the initial position that we had is, like, how did we get here? Because so many people were like,
0: oh, this exists. Like, how can we be here? So to that end, Ramel, what is this policy intended to do?
1: So this policy intends to hold anyone accountable who may be involved in criminal organizations, which I think that's pretty clear. But when we talk about biased organizations, it's really to Um, hold those accountable who are engaged in behavior of a discriminatory nature right Mm -hmm. because we've heard um, from community from officers like everybody has a bias and that is true however when that bias is something that is done via an act of violence or unlawful force to um, be in a discriminatory nature that is when that is a problem and so that is what that policy this policy seeks to do is to Mm -hmm. address the actual behaviors where people are doing things in a discriminatory nature against the community or that
0: could bring a bad light to the department. And uh, the the policy, it, it's updating a past policy that, yes. that banned police officers from participating in, in a, a list of criminal, criminal organizations. So just so we're clear, how is this one different? Because I know it's been over two decades since some of the wording's been updated, Yes.
1: Yeah. So the way that it's different is that the previous policy literally specifically had criminal organizations and then it also specifically had a list that if there was this list of organizations that you were found to be associated with, then we could sort of hold you accountable. So it was very limiting in nature. And so this one is much more broader Mm -hmm. to not focus on a list, but certain behaviors and actions of these organizations right like detailing out what do we mean by a criminal organization and then what do we mean by a biased organization that is doing activities that are unlawful and um, enforcing violence mm. and how so, do you feel
0: about this change
1: I'm excited about this change right it's a necessary thing Um you know, even though it took until this commission has come about, um, excited about it and looking forward to us to continue to ensure that the policy as it stands is the best that it can be. But we also can continue to revisit this as necessary to ensure that, as Superintendent Snell pointed out, mm-hmm. that we're rooting out anyone who is in the department that is, you know, Participating in these behaviors and bringing a bad light to the department.
0: You mentioned the the superintendent. Tell us more about what collaboration between the board and Chicago Police Department looks like.
1: So the collaboration, I would say, was great. Like, like I said, CPD initiated this process, and as a commission, a newer commission, we approached it from a learning perspective first because we didn't want to come in with our own assumptions. And so once we received this policy, we took an opportunity to meet with the leaders within the department to find out, one, why are we here, two, what is what are the intended outcomes and once we had clear understanding of that as a commission we went back did our own research and then provided recommendations to the department and when we met to discuss those recommendations the department was very open and receptive so that's why you see a lot of this if you go into the policy the draft as it stands Mm -hmm. all of the things that are underlined within the policy are all of the changes within the policy so it went from probably like a couple of pages to now a five page order so there's a lot of detail in this policy so it was a very collaborative relationship and we appreciate especially the policy leads like lieutenant kapistanik um for his you know openness and willingness to listen like we didn't get a lot of pushback which was a great thing
0: right i know the accountability board can amend chicago police department policy but can't enforce the policy yes So I want to get listeners on the same page here. Whose responsibility is that? So the enforcement aspect will be on the department, right? So
1: the training officers will ensure that this is something that is happening at the recruitment level, right? When um, officers are in the academy, they will learn about this policy and also in their internal policy process. And the Bureau of Counterterrorism will oversee any of these uh, violations of this. So they'll be doing the investigation to ensure or determine, right, if someone is in violation of this policy based okay. off of the reporting that comes through.
0: How will this policy impact officers who were previously part of extremist groups?
1: Now, that is a question uh, more so for the department, but if I know that you're aware, and is that something wanna,
0: they're considering?
1: Not sure. Going backwards. Yeah, we haven't had that conversation, but we proactively as a commission, as you know, reached out to the inspector general to do an investigation into or do research. Um, an analysis, and investigation on the recent report of those officers involved. So we're still waiting to hear back related to, you know, their research and their um, outcomes of that. So we were proactive in that regard yeah. within the authority that we do have.
0: Uh, so what's the intention behind that probe now that you've asked the um, the IG to investigate further?
1: Yeah, so the intent behind that probe, right, to find out is – this research or this evidence valid and then how do we get that to the department so that they have what they need to then hold their officers accountable because we don't have also we can't uh, enforce discipline either Mm. so that has to happen with the department so we can ensure that hey here's a list of these things here are the findings now how do we move this forward as a department so from a commission we would follow up then with the department to find out what were their steps on how they handled and um what they learned from the internal inspector general's office
0: okay so once so once uh, you get a response from the ig in order to keep track you would check in with the department yes and see what what happened there
1: and we would do that outside of even this separate investigation just moving forward we expect to have updates about how many people have been trained how are the trainings going as well as what's happening with the enforcement so that we can track that this policy um is getting the job done right. or it
0: needs to be amended. And just to get folks caught up who maybe aren't aware of some of the background, this, this vote, it came soon after a joint investigation by WBEZ, the Chicago Sun-Times, and the Organized Crime and Corruption Reporting Project, which delved into the connections between at least 27 current and current and former uh, Chicago cops to the Oath Keepers, which is a right-wing extremist group. Now, at the time of um, publishing that data, this was back in October, at least 9 were still in the department. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is such a Yeah, this is why a it's concern. such a,
1: yes, it's such a concern and this is why in our October meeting we um voted on the investigation for the inspector general which you know, it is underway. And so we're looking forward to the outcomes of that.
0: Yeah. Well, leave us with this whether what other changes might be on the horizon for your uh, your group. So, we are now going into
1: our goal-setting season, and we will we recently also just released our budget recommendations for the department. So I definitely encourage everyone out there to check out those uh, recommendations we've had related to the Chicago Police Department budget, okay. as well as participate in our upcoming goal-setting conversations that we'll have, which includes the department, COPA, as well as the police board president.
0: We'll leave it there. That's Ramel Terry, who's a commissioner on Chicago's Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. We've been talking with her about a new policy that would ban Chicago police officers from joining hate groups. Thank you so much, Ramel. Thank you.